What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Double Down Show, a show that is about sports, life, and everything nice. I'm your host, Chris, Bleed Blue Lascano, <laughs> and across the table from me with the Titans hat on, thinking his team will be in the Super Bowl this year, is my boy... Todd. Todd's back again. What is up, everyone? How are you guys doing? I hope you guys had a fabulous couple weeks off without us. But we are back with episode 9 of the Double Down Show. Got a lot of topics to discuss. Of course, we're going to cover some MLB and our Dodgers winning the World Series. Finally got the ring after 32 years. We'll be covering our NFL topics, our picks of the week, and of course, our my favorite, at least it's become to be my favorite, our uh, MVPs of the week. So, uh, what's up, Todd? How you been, man? Uh, Pretty good. Good luck. Had a couple days off here. We'll get back to it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you were telling me you just got back to work. Yeah, we just got back to work. Poker That's cool, man. That's up. cool. Yeah, uh, good. Feels good, man. I think we're you know experiencing some kind of normalcy now. People are yeah. starting to get back to work. Stores and restaurants normal, yeah. opening and and yeah, the new normal. That's <laughs> that's the new. We were talking about it last night. It's so weird, dude. Just like standing in there, everybody's got a mask on. Yeah, dude. It's a it's a trip, bro. It's yeah. a trip, you know. And uh, you know, with the holidays right around the corner, we're gonna have to come into some kind of normalcy because people aren't gonna want to take the holidays off. Mm. It, it's too big uh, financially, you know, monetarily for for businesses, Definitely. and it's a big uh, emotional thing for uh, families and and loved ones to get together for Thanksgiving and and Christmas and and New Year's and so on. So, you know, thank God for that. But uh, all right, man, let's let's just get to this, bro. Let's get to this. I've been <laughs> I know. I've been waiting Itchy. for this moment, man. Just you know, being a, a proud Dodger fan for. Basically, my entire life, I remember watching my first Dodger game. I was like eight years old, bro. You know, my dad having me watch games. He took him, took me to my first Dodger game. Uh, it's just, you know, having waited this long to be able to say that the Dodgers are now 2020 World Series champions. Here we go. What's up? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's one of those things where... I mean, you're my friend on Facebook, bro. You yeah. saw my videos and what sure. my posts were and stuff. You know, number one, a lot of people couldn't believe I was that trashed. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because everybody knows me as a sober guy. Yeah. I don't drink. I don't yeah. party. I don't do any of that stuff. Um, but you've but, been waiting for this. I, dude, it's it's one of those things where I just couldn't help myself. Yeah. Before Urias finally threw that last strike to win the game, yeah. there was still that thought in my head like, Oh man, it just takes that one hit, that one home run. Get him back in it. To get him back in the game, you know. And then he throws that pitch, and you feel this. Yeah, you just feel this sense of relief. Yeah, (laughs) you know. And and the funny thing is, is I know we're just fans, and and we don't play the game. We're not on the field with them. But having invested so much into your teams, if you're a big sports fanatic yeah. like we are, Especially you know, for so long, 
Yeah, you know, 32 years. I I remember watching the World Series in 88 back at the house we grew up in uh, here. in alive yet. Yeah, see, that's the thing. That's that's how long it's been. You know, my nieces and nephews who are currently Dodger fans yeah, right now, no idea. they weren't alive. They yeah. have no idea what it's like for their team to win a championship. For sure. And then after the last eight to ten years with the Dodgers, you know, breaking our hearts as many times as, as they have, or the one time that, we should have had a ring. Yeah. The Astros broke our hearts by cheating and taking that ring from us. Even Boston, too, probably. You know, and Boston uh, to a certain degree. So, you know, you know, and then on top of that, this year alone with COVID and the fact that we didn't get to get a full season, we weren't even sure we were going to even get to watch baseball at all. Yeah. At one point, we covered that yeah. in our very first episodes of, of the Double Down show. It was cool. I mean, it was cool to see a different perspective of the mlb you know like i know we talked about it in depth about if it's good or if it's bad yeah games and yeah you know does it help teams does it hurt teams you know what i mean um i think just a little bit of change always is cool yeah you know what i mean it's just instead of the same old 180 game season or whatever you know absolutely dude I, and so. And I do want to see regular baseball return. Oh, it will. You know, I, I, I like the playoff see, format. I, I, I've seen a couple of things saying that they're probably going to keep that format. They which are. Is cool. I'm thinking they are. And and I'll be the first one to admit. Uh, I don't remember which episode it was. I was kind of doubting the yeah, play, yeah, player yeah. format, if you remember. But once it played out the way it did, and not because the Dodgers won it all, yeah. but it, it made quality, baseball way more interesting, for sure, bro. Because every game matters. Every game, game matters. Like in the five game series, like, you know, like every game matters. Like from the moment the Dodgers went in against the Brewers, I was like, dude, if the Dodgers blow it in two games against the Brewers, I'm gonna probably be, I'm gonna yeah. be like a, like a volcano exploding. Yeah. Well, you have to get in that three game series. You have to get game one. Like that's so that, crucial. Yeah, it made a game one more important than I've ever seen. Yeah. A game one in my entire life. That's what I was telling my really good friend Richard. He he he's a diehard Dodgers fan and Lakers fan, so he got to see the double up this year. Yeah. And. uh I was I was rooting for the Dodgers, you know what I mean? They kind of got screwed against the Astros and like they've been in the World Series and and they got some good players that like are deserving of a championship and some recognition, which I don't think Absolutely. They've, they've got like especially Kershaw, like I see a lot of people like, "Oh yeah, he's shitty in the playoffs," but like, dude, that guy carried your guys' team for a long time and he could have left. Absolutely. Absolutely. traded like he's a loyal Thank player. Thank you. So, Thank you. I've been trying to explain those that are the, to people for a long time. Those are the players you want to see win championships with those teams. Like when you seen Kobe win 5 with the Lakers, he was there his whole entire career. You know what? Yes, it, dude. It makes it that much a little bit better, I think. Yes, absolutely. Rather than like I, I'm a LeBron fan, now more so than i was before yeah but like he kind of just jumped around and j jumped to the heat and built a super team and they got a championship like kevin durant you know what i mean he went to the best team in the league the best yes. player went to the best yes. team in the league after not being able to get it done with his team right and then he was like fuck it, i'm just gonna win a championship and like is it it's cool yeah no yeah, yeah championship, it's, it's, that's it's great cool, bro it's that's cool. great congratulations you know, because these guys work hard to win rings you know what i mean it's a little bit more better when you have put everything, blood, sweat, and tears for a long time into something. Yeah. And then it comes and, to fruition. In fruition. And, and that's the reason why I became such a big LeBron fan. It isn't even his numbers and the fact that he's a superstar and he will be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. 
It's that fact that LeBron came to a Lakers team that he wasn't sure was going to be any good. Yeah, yeah. That, so it's different. He, it, he, he didn't go he didn't to a Anthony Heat Davis. team yeah. that had Bosh, Dwayne Wade. Well, they and, were planning that. When they, yeah, they, they built a super team. Yeah. You well, know? They were going to go to the he, he came. Yeah, exactly. From what I heard. And he came to a Laker team that, yeah, we had good players. We had Kuzma. Yeah, we had the. Uh, they weren't great. But they weren't great. We were winning they, like 20 games a year. You know? The most. And so. He came to a team to make them better. Yeah. And this is before Anthony Davis came to help out. He wasn't even sure superstars were going to even want to follow him to L.A. Yeah. To the Lakers. Yeah, he didn't know Anthony Davis was coming. No, there was no yeah, way of knowing that. They, they always, you know, Luke rumor. Coach, like Yeah, you know, there's always the rumors. There's always this. There's that. You know, the hearsay that. So-and-so might go here. So-and-so might go there. But it doesn't always work out. Matter of fact, most of the time it doesn't. You know, so then he gets Anthony Davis and then they become a super team. And so you could take the Dodgers as an example of that because we were a good team. Yeah. And then we get Mookie Betts. For sure. Now, we know what we're getting with Mookie Betts. Yeah. He's the reigning MVP at the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, from 2018 with the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Uh, he also was a Golden Globe winner. You know yeah, what I mean? Solid. Like he's MVP just candidate. great all around five tool player, bro. But what he came and helped the Dodgers accomplish. Yeah. Kind of like to the World over, Series. Not that it put him over the hump, but I think they were just like, oh, word, we're getting a solid guy. We were already good. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it got him over the hump, but it got him over that little confidence hump, you know, of, of, that's of not being able to get it. You know, what that's I mean? the key, bro. Because when you go that's the key times, right in three years, and then the third year, and the two first two years, you guys lose in the World Series, and then you guys get yeah. knocked out in the you first know, round by the Nationals. He was like our Kirk Gibson, yeah. in '88. Yeah, we got Kirk Gibson from the Tigers. He gave you that little. Extra, and, and he wasn't even a young Oof. player. He couldn't even really do much for the Dodgers that year. Um, yeah, just motivation, but his motivation, his experiences, yeah. his veteran skills that yeah. he was able to instill. You know, uh, I've heard stories that 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 Vince Scully told when uh, we initially got uh, Kirk Gibson, and he went into the locker room, and the Dodgers players, like the young guys, were in there just fucking like. Trying to play basketball into the trash can. Yeah, made it serious. There was guys dancing on tables and joking around. And he went in there and he's like, are you guys fucking serious? Yeah, Do you guys want to win? They were okay with losing. Or you guys just want to be a joke of the league? Yeah. You know? And he, look, he changed their perspective on who they could be. Yeah. You know? And then when he goes in and plays in the World Series, his only hit, as a matter of fact, and that whole World Series... Right. That that's the amazing thing. That's what one player can do for you sometimes. He can he went in there, he hits that home run in game one, and that changed the whole dynamic of the World Series in 1988. Because sure. we were definitely playing the most dominant team in baseball, which was the Oakland Athletics. They had the Bash brothers, so they can say oh, yeah, Mark McGuire. They, they had Mark solid. McGuire, they had Gallegos, they had Dave Stewart, team. they had uh Dennis Eckersley, one of the best closers and relievers in the game at that time. Yeah, they were stacked. They were stacked. Yeah. We had a bunch of old men. Yeah. I just I love I love when I hear like I this is how I know when someone's a real Dodgers fan or and not a real like just kind of like, you know, I'm a Dodgers fan. Right? Mm -hmm. I hear people, it's funny that you brought up the Kirk Gibson thing because I heard it a lot recently because the Dodgers won, you know, and they were in the World Series. Uh, <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Gibson won us the World Series. <laughs> like People don't realize that was like game two of the World Series, you know what I mean, or like three. 
And what when he hit the home run? Yeah, it was game one. Yeah, yeah. See, game one. It wasn't it was even, game one. You know what I mean? People, uh, think, people uh, think that was the ga- World Series game winning home it, run. Oh my god, it's it's crazy. Like, the Mandela about? effect takes <laughs> such an effect in that World Series. Like, I understand that. I understand that helped him and like that gave him the boost. You know, yes. he needed to get to the and yes. win it. But he didn't win the World Series with that home run. You know no, he mean? didn't. <laughs> yeah. What what that home run did is it. Changed the confidence and mindset of a team that went into a World Series thinking that they could compete, but maybe not got win. A but when he did that, they started thinking it. we can. Th- we you can know do what? this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Mookie Betts did the same thing for the Dodgers. He went yeah. into the Dodgers, and he did what, exactly what you said earlier. He changed their confidence level. Yeah, they have. They now believe, man. We could win this thing with a guy like Mookie Betts. Whether or not he was the best player on the team or not, he helped change their mindset. And sometimes that's all it takes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes the underdog, all they need is just the guy who goes in there and says, you can do it. I'm a big proponent of of having confidence. And uh, I feel like sometimes maybe people take my confidence in the things that I can do as like being cocky. Right. But I'm a big proponent in that. And, And I always tell my brother, like with like players that, kind of underperformed in certain spots like well maybe they didn't like where they were at you know they didn't like the coach or they didn't like the city right yeah something about the team that they didn't like that kind of gets on your you know it takes your confidence down you know right? it sure does you're like in a weird spot it sure and, does and then they go to a new team right and they like where they're at it changes their it changes their attitude it changes their mentality right now their confidence is up right and they play better yeah, absolutely. Right? So I think it's all about being in the right situation, you know. And and uh, I was watching Moneyball the other day. You know? I, it's funny you say it because <laughs> I just saw that movie the other day I too. Lo- I love that part when they're when they're talking uh, about who they're going to get to replace Giambi and yeah. and uh, what was his name Johnny Damon, right? Yeah, Johnny Damon. He's like, uh, well, if we give this guy four hundred at bats, he's going to get hits. He's like, well, if he's a hitter, why isn't he hitting? You know? Yeah. And then they start talking about, well, you know. He's got an ugly girlfriend, right? And then he's <laughs> yeah. like, what does that have to do with anything? Well, you know, it's ugly girlfriend. He's just no confidence. And then the one dude in the back, he's like, oh, I'm just saying, his girlfriend's a six at best. You know what I mean? Which I think yeah. is funny, but it's, it's kind of true. It's funny, dude, but it's absolutely yeah, true, bro. It's kind of true. It, it, and, and you see that a lot. And I, and I know all fans across all sports can relate to this and what I'm about to say. Every fan hates when they got a great player on their team who sucks. Yeah. He goes to the Yankees. He goes to Boston. He goes to the Angels. Yeah, their mentality. He goes to the Cowboys. Changes. And just that change of venue for them, yeah. all of a sudden they become this great player. And you're like, well, why didn't you play like that for us when you were on our yeah, team? Because he probably didn't but like playing. He really. didn't have that confidence in yeah. him. He didn't like where he was. He yeah. didn't feel welcome, whatever it may be. Yeah. And now he's went to a team that made him just feel that. Made, made, this team's not good. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I don't like the coach, his mentality, the coach's philosophies. I, I don't. It's not something that I, I think is going to make us win. You know? Yeah, and, absolutely. And they're like, well, why should I play? You know, we're just going to lose anyways because this coach is an idiot. Absolutely. Right? You know, so you know what the Dodgers were able to accomplish this year, uh, being the best team in baseball. Yeah. All the way around, having the most wins. You know, and, and it's very rare that the team, like the absolute best team in a sport, wins it all. Yeah. It doesn't happen often. The perfect example are the Patriots, For who sure. went 16-0 and, and lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
You know, so it doesn't always work out in the favor of the best team, but this year it did. The Dodgers are very deserving. Kershaw, who is my favorite Dodger, absolutely deserving of the respect that he is getting yeah. now by not just the sports media, but by fans. And if you still hate Kershaw at this point, it's because you're just a hater. For sure. And then because he won the two games in the World Series this year. I just think the haters, like... You gotta give credit. Like I, I follow a couple Angels pages, you know, and I see like them post like, "Oh yeah, the Smurfs won." I'll never congratulate. Like, dude, you gotta give credit where credit's due. Like, oh, it's over with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they won. Like, give them credit. You know what I mean? Congratulate yeah. them. I, I mean, move on and 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 people. This is directly towards the people that I hear and I see saying, "Oh." Oh yeah, you guys won the World Series, but it's an asterisk World Series. Oh, God, it's not an asterisk World Series. If anything, it was the hard, hardest World Series there was to win. Dude. They had to play games every single day. They yeah, had a three dude. game series. They had a five game series and then a seven game series. Oh, and not only did they come back from three one against right? during COVID, during all the bullshit that was going on, you like, know, a lot of people don't realize if you're gonna hate that much, like you shouldn't even watch sports. Yeah, dude, like, a lot of people don't realize that this COVID garbage. thing changed sports. Changed sports, could have changed sports for the worst. Yeah, but it didn't. And anybody who wins this year in a COVID season, they had to overcome. So they had to overcome more. a lot, bro. They didn't get to stay close to home. Yeah, they didn't get to see their kids every day physically. For sure. Over phones and over laptops and things. That's like the Lakers. You know. Like, oh, the co the bubble. It's a bubble championship. Yeah, it's a bubble championship. You know how hard, how many other teams probably couldn't have done that? Like, I in do. years past. Yes. Think about if all the, we go back and redid all the playoffs. How many of those teams that won the championship would win the championship? Absolutely, dude. 100% believe. So. I mean, it, it, it was a tough thing for the Dodgers to overcome, but they did. You know, Corey Seager, very deserving of the MVP for the World Series. Because he wasn't just the, the World Series MVP. He was the overall MVP. That kid, coming back from two major injuries back-to-back -back the last couple of years where he didn't even get to play 100% in the playoffs, he finally has a healthy season. Balled out in the playoffs. He, went, he made up for all of it, bro. Balled you know out. what I mean? Home runs, RBIs. He was hitting when... Every other Dodger couldn't hit, he was getting on base. You know what I mean? That kid deserves so much uh, 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 credit for helping the Dodgers win the World Series this year and helping them get to the World Series. And, and you know, especially because we had guys like Justin Turner, uh, Ballinger, who they played their part and they were good, but they weren't the same postseason guys they were in the before, in the, you know, like in the regular season. Yeah, well, I mean, regular season and playoffs, people don't understand. It's a whole different world. Yeah, and so, you know, very, very deserving of the of the Dodgers to win the World Series this year. I, nobody's going to take it from me. No. I, you can throw anything at me that you want, and I think you can throw anything at any Dodger fan I think those are just point. haters, though, like. Like, yeah. yeah, just are ups like just not in any way, shape, or form gonna give gratitude where it's due. Absolutely, dude. They they just will never give credit where it's people. due. I mean, even me being a Bears fan, I will always give credit to Aaron Rodgers being one of the greatest yeah. quarterbacks that ever lived. For sure. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if I'm being honest, and the Bears had a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, I would say let's do this in a second. I don't care if he was a Packer. He's going to help us win a Super Bowl. Yeah. 
I mean, at the end of the day, what do you want to do? What? So, it's just one of those things, bro, where, like I said, Dodgers 2020 world champs. And so, before we move on, I just want to play a little tidbit real quick. <laughs> this goes out to all those guys out there, man. My boys that were on Facebook cheering the Dodgers on. All my family, my dad, you know, my brother, my friend Sam, who I celebrated the World Series with, my wife, everybody. You know what I mean? Everybody who just believed that no matter what happened, we were going to be World Series champions this year. So, good job, Dodgers. And hopefully, you guys can keep it up going into next year. All right, Big Todd. So, let's move on, man. What do we got going on for our picks this week? Um, well, uh -huh. actually, before we start our picks for the for the coming week, I, we need to break it down for you guys because uh, oh, yeah, we, uh, we did, you know, skip. A, we got busy. Uh, yeah, we, we got busy. World. We had things going on, so <laughs> we skipped a couple weeks. You know, we're, but we're we're back with our with our uh, new episode. So since the last time we made our picks, uh, going into week seven, uh, me and Todd are now three games apart because I did a shitty job of making picks last <laughs> week. No, not last week, week seven. Uh, well, week seven. We missed and, last week. Because I, I actually came back in week six pretty good. And then in week seven, I took a total freaking crap down the toilet in my picks. <laughs> I I don't know what I was thinking, but, you know, it is what it is. So we're separated by three games. So Todd still has me right now. He is 60 and 30. I am 57 and 33. I'm going into week nine. So what do we got for picks right now, Todd? All right, so the Thursday night game, we got Packers-Niners. Packers-Niners, Packers-Niners. Uh, I want to say Packers. For sure the Packers. I want to say Packers. Um, There's no doubt about it. You know, well, <laughs> I guess. I, see, but They're here's not the losing thing. three in a row. Here's, yeah, that's true, but here's the thing. I want to say the Niners are going to lose because they lost Jimmy Garoppolo and they lost uh, Kittle again. But even when they did that last time, they still won. The Niners yeah, are four and four. The Jets and the Giants. I, I get it. I get it. And and, and I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> and they're but, not like I said, Aaron Rodgers. Not but the, but the Niners are. I mean, come on, bro. The Niners are four and four with probably the most beat up team in football right now. Yeah, but two of those wins is like I said against the Jets and the Niners. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna go Packers, but man, with the Niners, I managed to accomplish no, so I, far this season in eight weeks of football to go in four and four. They should be closer to like the Jets and the Cowboys. I, I mean, I have friends that are Niner fans, and and I feel bad for them because you don't ever root for injuries, obviously. But uh, yeah, they've been they've been depleted for sure. Oh yeah, without a doubt, dude. Um, all right, who's next? We have our game. I don't know. Oh, we have Bears and Titans. Bears and the oh, Titans. Yeah. Come on, dude. I, I know thinking? how you're going. I know how you're going. <laughs> and you have to know how I'm going. Yeah, for sure. I do not bet against my team. I don't care if I know we're gonna lose, and we are gonna lose this game. Nah, dude. We lost. I'll the, be okay. The Titans lost to the Bengals. I mean, we did get screwed. Like the refs in that game were absolutely. Horrible. Yeah. Like two interceptions that one one was called back because of a penalty, which was like, okay, whatever, you know, it happens. But at late in the game, when we were driving, we had just scored a touchdown. They were driving. We needed to get the ball back. Jayon Brown makes an interception. And, like, way down the field, 
they called it pass interference. Like, bro, we had already in- intercepted the ball. Like, the guy, yeah. he was jumping up to go get the ball, and you're <laughs> yeah. calling an interception, like bro, a, a penalty. It, like, if we could have a non-MVP of the week on our show, the refs, the refs are going to get it. They've been making some really bad calls. That call yesterday in the Giants-Tampa uh, Bay game where they called oh. a personal foul, you can clearly see the, the Giants the guy, nah, the, oh. the, the, the supposed helmet-to-helmet. They show the angle, like, from four different angles, bro. How's that work? And the guy from the Giants was, all he was doing was this, bracing himself for the hit from the tight, from the Tampa Bay guy. Yeah. The helmet's hit because the Tampa Bay guy hit him. Yeah. Not because the Giants guy went in on him. Yeah. And they still called personal foul on the DB for the Giants. I thought you were talking about the last play of the game. Yeah, no, they kind of deserve that. <laughs> that. Dude, that was totally pass interference. Yeah. The guy hit him before the ball was even there. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, absolutely. How do you, how do you throw a flag and then wave it off when it's clearly passed? I think they just wanted to end the game, bro. But that was on Danny Dimes. He should have thrown that no, ball No, no, no. Without a doubt. Dan- Danny Dimes had a decent game yesterday. You know, and I'll give the Giants a lot of credit. They are playing really good football. Yeah, they should have. They're missing the mark by, like, points, bro. By, like, a point, two points, a field goal. They're not losing the teams because they're getting their asses kicked up and down the field. They're actually a decent team who just can't figure out how to win yet. You know what I mean? But Danny Dimes is young. They're missing Saquon Barkley. Their receivers haven't been the best this year. They've dropped a lot of passes. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Won that game against the Eagles. Against the Eagles, and Ingram dropped that. One. Yeah, Ingram. You know, so you know the Giants are putting in a full effort. They just can't come close. But uh, no, I'm I'm going Bears on this one, bro. I'm going Bears on this one. Okay. All right. So what do we got next? Falcons at Broncos. Ooh, that's a tough game to call. Broncos have been showing some signs of brilliance, but the Falcons are the Falcons. Even in the games that they won. Right, you're like barely won. They barely won. And the games know? that they were winning, they lost. So. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough, uh, that's, that's a tough one, dude. But I'm going to go Broncos because it's a home game. Fuck. I think I might go Falcons. Falcons surprised me last week. And when I text you my pick for that game, I said Panthers, right? Right before the game, I had a text message. Hey, I think I'm going to go Falcons. I just <laughs> yeah. didn't send it. Really? Yeah. And then you said, yeah, I'm, Fal- I'm going Falcons. Yeah. And I was like, well, fuck, I'll just leave it. Yeah. So I think I'll go Falcons. Yeah. All righty, brother. Who do we got next? Seahawks at the Bills. Oh, man. See, there's another tough game right there. No. Um. The Bills are way overrated. I think the Bills are overrated now. They barely beat the Jets. They Um, barely squeaked out a win against the Patriots. I think the Seahawks need a win. They're definitely going to win. So I'm going to be going Seahawks in this game. You're going Seahawks as well? Definitely. Ravens at Colts. Ravens at Colts. Say, I'm going Ravens. Baltimore. They, uh... You know what? What happened to the the Colts, bro? They they started the season off so well. Their defense they was dominant. The crap out of the Lions last week. <sighs> the the Lions. The Lions. You know, they've been kind of lackluster they the lately. Crap out of the Browns. They've yeah. been really lackluster lately, where they aren't playing up to their. I think they just play to their opponent's ability. 
That when could they be play possible. Crappy teams, they play crappy. When they play good teams, they kind of play decent. Yeah, you know that is weird. Um, who's next, brother? Panthers at Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs for sure. The Panthers had signs of brilliance, but as of late, they're showing that they aren't the team we thought they were. Yeah, I made it the ultimate trade in fantasy football. By the way, what did you do, dude? I got Mahomes and Metcalf. And Kenyon Drake, which is not super. Yeah. I have Edmonds, though, so it was yeah. whatever. It was a wash. But I gave up Herbert, Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, and Amari Cooper for Mahomes and Metcalf. Dude, what was the other guy thinking, dude? I don't know. I was like, don't get me wrong. I'll Herbert, great deal. quarterback. I'll take that deal. But yeah, dude, you're still getting a great quarterback in return. For sure. And. Possibly one of the best, if not the best, receiver in the NFC. Yeah. And maybe even overall. Metcalf has been doing some great stuff. Yeah. With fantasy-wise. Uh, yeah, fantasy-wise. Fantasy-wise. With uh, uh, the Seahawks, dude. Yeah. So that, yeah. And tell me, they went off this week and I finally got a win. Oh. And lose by four points. I, I won Three both points. my leagues again. Yeah. Uh, and you, you know what's four crazy? And four in every single league I have. I am 6-2 and two in one of my leagues. And I have no idea how I'm winning, dude. <laughs> I'll be the first one to admit. I I do not know how I am winning so many games in that league. That's good. So you just got to get lucky, dude. Christian McCaffrey and Godwin in that team, oh, bro. Okay. That's not that bad. I've seen teams that are in my league way worse. They have like Chubb, Eckler. But, okay, let me just bring this Michael up really Thomas, quick. Thomas, you know. Let me just bring this up really quick. Just so that you can get in, in one of my league, in one of my leagues, I am four and four, and I have the most points against. Literally, I play the highest scoring team every week. All right, I'm winning, and I haven't had Christian McCaffrey since what week one? Yeah, Godwin's been in and out like every other yeah, he's week. Played like maybe three games. Brandon Cooks has been hurt. He was hurt well, two weeks out of the last eight. Yeah, he's not that great though. Okay. And I'm winning, and, and, and this is my team, bro, okay? Matt Stafford, Devontae Swift from the Lions, uh, Metcalf, Brooks, Hurst. I got uh, Jonathan Taylor, Anthony Miller, uh, McKessick, Beasley, and Mooney from the Bears. You've been getting guys that got solid floors. They give you a solid floor. They, they don't really put up duds. No, they don't. But they give you like 10. Which is good, and and I've been getting lucky because when I put like when I put Anthony Miller in, it just happened to be the week he scored seventeen. Yeah, sure. The, the last three weeks before that, three, yeah, four. You never touched him. You know, uh, same thing with Beasley. Yeah, he's been doing solid. He, he's been doing solid. Um, oh yeah, and I got Joe Burrow on this team. He's oh. been he's been helping me out a lot for sure. Um, Swift, same thing. Yeah, DeAndre Swift. He he's he has these duds when I sit him, but when I start him, oh, yeah, he, he scores did. fourteen fifteen. That's solid. You're getting lucky. I I do not know. And and if I was to go over the list of some of the teams that I beat, yeah, they got and the teams. guys that they have, they shit the bed that week when you played them. Yes, it's yeah. like what? That's like that's that's people in my league for sure. I'm like, this team is freaking crappy. I am six and two in a league, and I am the second best team in my division. Underneath my brother-in-law, who's also six and two, yeah, and he has a solid team. Yeah, like he's averaging like 140 points a week. Yeah, that's what I'm. In one league, I'm four and four. That I have the most points scored, but I have the most points against. 
And it I just, literally play the team that scores the most every week. And sometimes it just works out like that. Like, bro. I scored 147 this week or something like that, and the dude had 180. Yeah. I'm like, what the? How does that happen? Yeah, dude. Did you... <laughs> You think there's how how, like, how is that even possible? The next closest person to me on the points against is like a good 150, <laughs> 200 behind. Yeah. Yeah. Fantasy has just been going crazy for me this it's year. weird. And I don't know how. I get so unlucky. I, I've been getting totally lucky. Okay. So right. Lions at Vikings is the next. Lions at Vikings. Lions at Vikings. You know what? The, the Vikings just pulled off a really good win. Yeah, against the Packers around. A- after what the Packers did to them in game one, remember they played them in game one in the beginning of the season. Murdered. The Packers purred it on them, bro. Yeah, murdered. I think by like the third quarter, they already had like 40 points. Yeah, it was over. Quick. And then the Vikings come back, beat them. And so and but then again, the Lions have been winning some very close games. They've been they haven't been doing very bad at all. So being that it's a divisional rivalry, I'm gonna have to give it to the home team, the Vikings. That's who I'm going. Vikings. It's a tough game. It is. It is. But in, in games like that, I always go home team. Even though there's technically no home field advantage this year. Because it's not like they actually have fans or anything in the stands. They have Lions have no Galladay. Nope. Yeah, inju- injuries have completely, completely decimated... Just about every team in the league so far already, dude. Who has the worst defense? I want to say the Vikings do. I think the Lions have a better defense, but not by much. I think by like a smidge. I'm going to say Vikings. You're going to go Vikings? They got Dalvin Cook back. Vikings, well, that's the difference between uh, whether they win or lose against the the Packers this last week. Uh, Dalvin Cook went off. Off. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think he had like, what, three touchdowns, four touchdowns, something like that? That's disgusting. Get 55 though. fantasy points. So, I think the same thing's going to happen this week. Dalvin Cook stays healthy. I think he runs all over the Lions. Yeah, I think so. You know? All right. What's next, brother? Barn burner. Giants at the football team. Giants at the W, huh? <laughs> I believe the Giants won the first one. Did they? Mm-hmm. It's one of the two games that they, that they managed to pull off a win in. So... Uh, I, I don't know why, but I like the Redskins in this. But the Giants played good last night. I, they did, bro. They did. They that's a tough game to call. It's a really tough game to call. They both those teams have nothing to fight for, but they're playing like they do. I'm gonna go Giants. I think I'm if going they Giants play anything too. like they played last night. They're beating them. Yes, I'm going Giants as well. This is another barn burner. Texans at Jaguars. Oh, I'm going Texans on that one. And uh, the only reason I'm going Texans on that one is because I just heard Gardner Minshew is going to be out. Yeah, and they're starting done. the rookie, oh, uh, really? Lutton. Ooh. Something like Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lutton or something like that. But they're, they're starting some rookie kids. So I'm going Texans because I think the Texans D, even though it's not great, but they should be able to have a field day with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Unless he turns out to be a fucking Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen or something like that, yeah. you know? And who do you got, bro? Texans. Texans? All right. Can they tie? They can, I'm actually. Because they're in my... They're, we almost tied the Saints this they're, last week. They're, so. they're both in our my division, so... Yeah. Actually, I would rather one of them lose than them get both get a tie. Yeah, because the tie puts them ahead. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Raiders at Chargers next. Raiders and the Chargers. Uh, man, that's a tough divisional the game to Raiders. pick. Raiders. That's a really, really tough divisional game to pick. The Raiders just had a good win against a good Browns team. You know? Um, I'm going to give credit where credit is due with the Browns because I don't think they're going to, like, be exciting in the playoffs if they make the playoffs. But what they've managed the to do to turn their season around and be and, and win and have a winning record this year for this long. Yeah. It's actually pretty impressive for the Browns. Yeah. The Raiders, on the other hand, they, they're just so hit and miss. One week they win, the next week they get blown out. Next week they win, the next week they get blown out. You know? Yeah, they don't really lose to crappy teams, though. They usually don't. No, right. they usually don't. But uh, the Chargers, I mean, I think the Chargers are going to be playing for for bragging rights, you know? Plus Herbert, man, that kid. that Oh, God, that kid is solid. so good, dude. You know what I mean? Who would have thought? He's like, you know, he came from out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to say Raiders. I like the Raiders in that game. I think the Chargers are kind of overrated. Something's telling me Chargers, man. Really? Yeah. Might be right. I'm going to go I'm going to go Chargers. And my boy Todd's going to Las Vegas. Yeah, Raiders. I think Todd's thinking about the money that he could win in Vegas on <laughs> Raiders. Steelers at Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, really, like, oh, God. How do the Steelers get the easy schedule like that, though? Like, they get... They've had some really easy games, bro. Hey. I mean, obviously, we're both picking the Steelers. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I just wish uh, the Titans could play some NFC East games. But, you know, um, and, and now that we're on the subject, bro, I wanted to bring up a topic that, you know, and, and this is no disrespect to Cowboy fans. I'm just going to be honest with you guys here. You guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> and and you guys don't even suck in in the sense that that I don't like the Cowboys and I just want to say the Cowboys suck. You guys suck in the sense that your team has totally lost faith in themselves, yeah. in management, in the coaching staff. You guys are a broken team. Yeah. You are a rebuilding team. You don't even know it yet. And rebuilding? Yeah, they 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 better start rebuilding. I'm telling you right now. Like they, get rid of Dak rebuild? No, not get rid of Dak, but I'm saying they they're gonna definitely number one, they definitely have to re rebuild that defense. Because that defense is crap. Yeah, for sure. Indio High School could fucking score <laughs> touchdowns on them. Uh, I don't know about that, but maybe. Oh I believe me, I honestly one hundred percent believe that a college team could score and a high school team could score on the fucking Cowboys defense right now. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you why. And, and I was talking about this with Todd earlier. I think the Cowboys are at a point right now where they're in such disarray that the players have given up hope. Yeah. Um, I used this as an example to, to Todd earlier. In the game where, Anthony, uh, where uh, Andy Dalton got knocked the hell out you know, it looked like a fucking rag doll on the ground. Yeah. And his offensive line, his receivers, everybody, everybody just walked away. Nobody even tried to help him up. You know, I mean, what does that say about a team when you don't go and try to help your quarterback who just got decimated by a hit? Help him up and yeah. tell him, dude, fucking sorry. I missed my assignment. Sorry, I missed my block. That's my bad. You know? 
Ezekiel Elliott, who is considered to be one of the premier running backs in the league. He turns the ball over. Turns, dude, he's turning the ball over like a fucking madman. I saw a statistic that said he's only averaging per game like 50 yards. Really? Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. But they, uh, they had that dude, right, Travis Frederick. Did he yeah. retire? Yeah. Someone retired, and then that guy Tyron Smith or whatever his name mm -hmm. is. And he's hurt. Lyle Collins is hurt. They got a lot of hurt guys. No, they do. But, but there again... I bring the 49ers back into the situation. How many guys have the Niners lost for the season? Yeah. And they are still going into games and almost winning. Some of the games that they lost, they should have won. Yeah. The Cowboys are getting blown out, bro. Yeah. How much points did they score yesterday? I think six. The game before that against yeah, Washington, I like think. three. Yeah. The Cowboys aren't competing anymore. Yeah. It's it's sad to see a team and and I'm not like I said I'm not even saying this because I don't like the Cowboys I've always been a Cowboy hater but I'm speaking as a football fan it is sad to see when a team gives up on itself yeah there's no leadership on that team nobody's taking a leadership role well look at the coach Mike McCarthy exactly bro and and now if we want to talk about a guy I don't like, I don't like Mike McCarthy, and it's not because he coached the Packers. It's because he wanted to take credit for a lot of what the Packers had, but he was handed that team. He was the Barry Schweitzer of the Packers. Yeah, but they weren't even they weren't even that good. And they just and, had Aaron Rodgers. And and exactly. Far. And then even then with a guy like Aaron Rodgers, I because I'll tell you what, you give Bill Bill Belichick Aaron Rodgers, oh yeah, he wins Super Bowls. For sure. You Which give Aaron Rodgers. You give uh, what's his name, the coach of uh, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. You give him Aaron Rodgers, he wins you a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, they're good coaches. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll wins you a Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely, I agree. So Tomlin, you give Tomlin. You give Aaron Tomlin Rod from the Steelers, fucking Aaron Rodgers, he wins you five Super Bowls. Yeah, I've always considered be Mike Tomlin to be one of the greatest coaches I've ever seen. He, uh, I think he's really underrated, and like, I think what made people kind of open their eyes to Tomlin was last year. They had like, yes, no Big Ben, no, yep, no Connor, Juju was not Hurt. playing at yep. all, and they still were kind of they were the they were kind of relevant. <laughs> they were still in the mix. They, they were kind of relevant, and this year they but proved like that they were a better Hodges team. And and the dude that got his brain bashed and, and, him, and, and the yeah. <laughs> and the fucking and the Steelers should feel spoiled because they went from fucking Bill Cowher to Mike Tomlin. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's it's a, it's the equivalent of the Packers going from Brett Favre to fucking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. I mean, or the Colts paying Manning to Andrew Luck. Yes, Pedro, uh, paying Manning to Andrew Luck. And so, I'm sorry, Cowboy fans. I hate to put it this way, but don't be surprised if your team does not win another game for the rest of the year. You guys got the Steelers, who are you're not going to beat. No. It's going to take a, a miracle for you guys to beat the Steelers. You just got to think. They play in the NFC East, so they might get another win, maybe. That's but, the but only they don't even play way. Good against those teams. Exactly. The only way the Cowboys get wins is against their own division, who sucks. Yeah. And even then, at least you can say that the Giants in Washington are trying to win games. Yeah, and they look better. And the Cowboys just aren't. If the Cowboys were losing games, like say this this yesterday when they played, they lost, but they lost like 23-24. 
I'd be like, hey, but they're putting the effort in. Yeah. But they didn't. Yeah. And you said that I didn't see that on Andy Dalton. I, I mean, uh, I know of it. The Andy Dalton? Yeah. It, yeah. And you said, like, everybody just kind of walked off the field and didn't even, like, try to go back up there. Yeah, dude. They are just like, fuck it. Let's get out of here. Yeah. And who does that, bro? People that don't want to win. I, I got fucking Mitch Trubisky and it's Nick Foles on my fucking team, and their line. offensive line still fucking picks their quarterback up after he gets sacked. Yeah. And those guys have to be angry with those idiots because the Bears quarterbacks are fucking sucking right now. Yeah, but your guys' offensive line is not good at all. It's not. It's not. And I've seen you blaming Montgomery for only not doing shit, but he doesn't really get no room. Yeah, I'm still going to stick to my story. Montgomery is just not a good running back. I don't know. Last week, he had some wiggle, dude. Yeah, he played an okay defense. I mean, they they weren't that bad. Um, I'm sorry, Cowboy fans. You guys are done for the season. (laughs) It's all about next year. Yeah. And so keep your hopes up that you guys are going to have a good draft. And like I said, you guys need to clean the motherfucking basement out. Draft picks, draft picks, draft picks, draft picks is what the Cowboys organization should be thinking right now. But they don't even really draft good. Like, yeah, they got C.D. Lamb, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. did they need C.D. Lamb? They didn't need him. You know what I mean? He, he made the team a little better. but Yeah, he made not, the offense he, a little. He, he didn't make them so much better that they're winning. But did he make? Did he really make the team better? Or did he make just kind of like a little bit of eye candy? Eye candy. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. Right, because they already had Gallup and yeah. Amari Cooper. Good, yeah, Amari you Cooper, both I mean? good receivers. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, like I said, Ezekiel Allen, who can catch as well as run. Yeah, and they have Dak. Like, they didn't really need You know, and, 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 and here's the kicker, because I've heard the same thing from Cowboy fans. Oh, well, ever since we lost Dak. No, you guys were losing before you fucking lost Dak. Yeah, well, yeah, he was actually just keeping them in the game. He was keeping them in the game. They won their first game. Remember, that was against the Rams. Yeah, then they beat the Falcons. In week one. They came back and beat the Falcons. They came back and beat the fucking Falcons, but then so did the Bears. Yeah. So have a lot of teams. Yeah. After that, it's been a complete fucking... They were were keeping up with the Seahawks in that game. They They barely lost to the Seahawks. Yeah, they barely lost to the Seahawks, but they still had Dak. Yeah. You know? Once they lost Dak, I mean, they do have some argument. Once Dak got hurt... That's true, but even then, like I said, they, they were still losing even when Dak was playing. Yeah. And it just got worse. It just just gotten worse, you know. So the Cowboys, there's no salvaging the season because we're already in week nine. Someone told me the other day, Danucci is the truth. I was like, who? Who's Danucci? Right? Like, the truth? What are you talking about? I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. The, Danucci. Danucci sounds like the guy who was a backup dancer to John DeVolta in Greece. <laughs> Who in the fuck is Danucci? Am I going to be worried about Danucci coming in my fucking house and I'll be sleeping with the fucking fishes? James Madison, bro. He went to James Madison. Come on. He was drafted in the seventh round. Come on. You guys got to do better than that. You guys are better than that. So, Cowboy fans, we wish you guys all the best this year, but it ain't going to happen. Why not call him Kaepernick? Like, I know he's been out of football and he wasn't really that great, but he's better than Dalton and, and Danucci. Without a doubt. But unfortunately, Kaepernick's never going to see another game in the NFL. Ever? I don't think so. He's just blackballed for he's, life? I think he's blackballed for life. That's I think, horrible. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's unfortunate because what everybody is now celebrating, he started years ago. Yeah. And all of a sudden, now, oh, now we, why, now we know why it works. he was the doing guy, it. The first guy through the wall always gets beat up. 
Yeah. So it, it's unfortunate for Kaepernick because he were, yeah, he wasn't the best quarterback, but he could have made your team relevant he with the games. right weapons. He can win games. So, you know, there it is. So, yeah, we're both going Pittsburgh against the Cowboys. What's next, brother? Dolphins at Cardinals. Dolphins at Cardinals. Oh, man. Dolphins played pretty good this week. Dolphins, well, number one, I'm not going to talk about Tua. Tua. Yeah, dude, but he didn't really do shit. I'm a firm believer. Do it three or four or five times in a row. Did he really do anything believe. in that game, or did the defense he, win that game? It was the defense. They had a he got a couple lucky. He got a couple good passes off where you know that made him look good. But then he also had that fumble. He had five fantasy points. Yeah. He also had that fumble. Did you see that? Where he was trying to pass the ball, he got hit. Yeah. The ball came out of his hands, and uh, touchdown. yeah. So. Uh, I'm not a big believer in Tua yet because one game doesn't convince me that you're great. So I, I just think never, I, I never really believed in Alabama quarterbacks. I think they're just like like a product of that system. Be like those those Alabama teams are so much better than all the other college football teams. That's true. They get the best recruits like every year. That's true. And, hands down, they have the best and, players. And man, we could go on and on about this debate because that. The college football debate to me is one of the worst debates ever because it always comes down to one thing. The only teams that matter are the Deep South teams. Your Auburns, your Alabamas. Well, no, I think college football is just so weird because they don't – it's not an even playing field. You know what I mean? And they play teams like – you know, Alabama plays like Citadel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. North Illinois. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what? Who are they playing? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, You're absolutely and I, right, and I, dude. And I know they play hard teams, you know, during the regular I mean, season, like the SEC teams. But for the most part, college teams are playing easy-ass fucking schedules, right? And they're super sugar-coated. They get to pick their teams who they play. Absolutely. It's, so it's, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's one of those things where... Like, I don't want to see Alabama play Citadel. No. Right? And the spread is like fucking 30. I mean, yeah, and, and see, the thing is that... You got you, Alabama you, favored by 39. <laughs> right. Right? Like, what? No, the crazy thing is, a game? is is because there's a lot of Division Two and Division Three teams that they allow to play Division One teams. Yeah. Um, So that they can make themselves relevant. Uh, for well, they get their, paid to do it. Yeah. I went to in Northern Arizona and, and they got paid. U of A would pay... That's NAU to come and get their ass kicked. Absolutely. And it never works out because obviously the Division One teams are a lot better and they always blow out these Way Division Two and Division Three teams. Uh, with the exception of Michigan, who got their asses kicked by <laughs> yeah, but Appalachian. Appalachian State. Yeah, but dude, that happens like what? Once every I mean, and, and, and But I'll give the credit to Appalachian uh, for one reason. That year that they played Michigan, they were actually number one in their division. They were actually a really good team in yeah. their division. Yeah, but still. But that they were better than Michigan? Yeah. No. But did Michigan just maybe have a bad game that game? They might have just they... had a bad game. Who knows? That's why I said but, it happens once every fucking 30 years. Yeah, and, and it's unfortunate because that one game that Alabama plays against a Mississippi Southern. Yeah. Could be the one game that puts them over everybody else. The Raging Cajuns. You know, like, I don't want to see those games, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Straight yeah. up. No, yeah, you're absolutely That's why right. Football's dude. boring. You're absolutely right. It, I, I honestly feel that, that college football in a lot of ways like, is rigged. Like, Clemson 
it wasn't last week. Maybe it was the week before or the week before that. They put up like 72 on someone. It was like 72 to 8. Yeah. 72 to 8? Yeah. That's, that to me is not even a game Why worth watching. Why is scheduled? Why is this game even scheduled? And... And, and, and the worst part is is that those games, Alabama, Clemson, Auburn games, those are the ones they want to put on fucking TV. I know, but but the only relevant <laughs> ones like, are the ones in the playoffs, right? And, yeah. then, and then it's so washed with the committee picking who they want to be in there so they can have revenue because yeah. they don't really care about who wins the game. They just care about, yeah. oh, this is a big school. Yes. This is another yes. big school. Yes. They have big, 100%. They have bro. big followings. We're going to put them on TV, and we're going to get lots of ratings. Because a lot of people who don't know anything about college football. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. <laughs> the colleges win big-time money. The players don't even get to see shit yeah. except a meal in a dorm room. Yeah. Well, they get an education. Well, they get an education, but a lot of but them. Most of them don't even go to stay. Yeah. They'll finish. So, it's unfortunate, but... At least the good ones don't. <laughs> right? So, all right. So, I picked the cards. You picked the cards. And we're moving on to... Saints at Buccaneers. Saints at Buccaneers, man. Saints at Buccaneers. Let me see. Let me see. Saints got game one. Yes, they did. They played at the... They, that was a kickoff. But I, I don't think Tom Brady had come to his, come into his own yet. Tom Brady has been balling out lately. Really? Yes, bro. They balled out last night? Not balled out last night. For some reason, they kind of played a shitty game. Their defense kind of. But even then, Tom Brady put up numbers. The game before that, he had, what, four touchdowns? The game before that, three touchdowns? Who'd they play the game before, though? It doesn't matter. This is the way I look at it. Even if you're playing a really bad team, you should be putting four or five touchdowns on them because they're a fucking bad team. Yeah. He had two last night, right? Or three? Tom Brady? I think he just had one. No, he had a couple. He threw one to Gronk and Mike Evans. And the other one was Mike Evans. Yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah, because the game was only like 25 something. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if I have to make a pick, I'm going to go Bucks. I'm going Buccaneers. I know. I kind of want to do that. It's hard to bet against the GOAT, right? Jets. I mean, Saints. I, I just think Their Tampa Bay had a bad defensive strong. game yesterday. Really? Um, but I think they're going to come back strong against a, a divisional opponent. They smash good teams, too. They do. Yeah. I'll say Bucks. All righty. Monday Night Football, Patriots at the Jets. Oh, what is up with these Thursday and Monday night fucking shitty, trashy, <laughs> who gives a shit games, dude? I don't know. What was last night? Oh, yeah, Buccaneers and the Giants. That one wasn't that bad. That wasn't that bad. What was the, th- the Thursday night game this week wasn't bad. Falcons was, and the, the Panthers. It wasn't bad. It was okay. It was better than Miami. Fucking, and then uh, what was last Sunday night? Fucking Eagles and Cowboys. Yeah, that one was bad. That was a horrible game. Yeah. Um, One week we had the fucking Bengals and I think fucking Broncos or some shit like I that. I think they when they schedule this, they don't expect these. They expect these different outcomes during the season. I guess so. so it's a lot of expectations on teams that aren't that great. Like the, like this Packers Niners. If the Niners were healthy, this would have been a good game. Yeah, would have. You know what I mean? Yeah. On Thursday night. But 
Yeah, Patriots at the Jets. Monday Night Football. It's going to be a bo- boring game. Both teams are shitty. What happened to Cam Newton, man? I don't know. What happened to Cam Newton? He's never he really been off... a great thrower. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. And and so, does that mean that because he was never really a good thrower and he was a better runner, and now that he can't run as good, he's done? I don't think he's... Uh... Because mean, because the first a, the first few games the first few games bro we were talking about that was the best one million dollars ever spent by the Patriots gonna, yeah you're right but on the other hand they should have won that game last week if he doesn't fumble that's true right kind of just unlucky and now it's more like the Patriots are getting what they paid for that's why you only paid a million dollars for them because I don't think it's so much Cam Newton I just think it's a lot they had a lot of players and, opt out. They've had some injuries. They don't really have that many weapons on offense. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's it, things are not going their way. And I feel bad for Belichick because Cam Newton and the Patriots are single-handedly making him look like Tom Brady was the reason he had Super Bowls. Yeah. And he's not the reason I have Super Bowls because the Patriots have only won two games. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm not taking nothing away from Bill Belichick, bro. He's still to me considered one of the greatest coaches the there ever greatest was. Coach of all time. It just he has to be. I I don't make him the greatest. I still think Bill Walsh is He's the a, greatest. Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. But it's one of those things where Bill Belichick is starting to look like Tom Brady was. Without Tom Brady, he doesn't win as much. It's a big jump, though, from Brady to fucking Cam Newton. It is. <laughs> it is. Like, that's a whole but, different tier well, quarterback. Put it like this. The reason why I say that is because I've had so many people who are anti-Brady yeah. tell me that any quarterback that would have played on the Patriots right, check, with those check, schemes check would have won Super Bowls. If, if the Patriots make – this is not too much of a bold prediction, but I could totally see this happening – Right, they're not going to get Lord, Trevor Lawrence unless they trade for that pick. Yeah. Like the Jets are most likely going to have that pick. Absolutely. Right. But I can see the Patriots going in there and trading for Darnold. I don't see why not. Darnold isn't that bad of a quarterback. He just plays it. on a really bad He's a little team. mobile, right? He can get out and run. He has a good arm. Yeah. He has a good arm. Give him some receivers and see what he could do. If you put him on the Patriots... I think it's a little bit different. Like I said, the well, thing about the Patriots is that team's not made to come back from big deficits. No, right? they're not. And Cam they're, Newton being able to not – his arm is not the same as what it was when he first no, came into the league. No, it's not. Right? I see a lot of balls go up, come up short. He throws them into the ground in front of the receivers. And it's not just like once every once in a while. It's like a consistent – I thing. know because I have him on one of my fantasy teams and I right? regret – He's a good runner. Him. He's still a good runner. But you can't run the ball every fucking no, you down, can't. you know what I mean? No, because football is a game of adjustments, and yeah. they will figure you out. So what kills them and kills their drives is him throwing, getting those four to seven to eight-yard passes, you know, that give you manageable second and third mm-hmm. downs. He's not completing those. So then yeah. they're in second and longs, you know what I mean, third and longs. And yeah, you can't and- get second and third and longs with running. No, unfortunately, no, no, we can't. And and they you can sometimes. They unfortunately don't have a real running game right now. So it kills their drives, right? And yeah, 
So and and then they have tons of injuries, tons of injuries, and yeah. tons of people you know, that but, have opted out. But that's almost that's every team the league, in the yeah. league right now. You know, For sure. there's a lot of teams that are just suffering with injuries, and it's just you know this whole COVID thing screwed a lot of people over, uh, or a lot of teams over. Because they didn't get the chance to practice, number one, the way they would have originally started practice with OTAs and stuff. They didn't get to have a preseason so they can get injuries out of the way, see what players they were going to want to focus on. Yeah, yeah, get used to playing with each other in a live situation. And so, you know, COVID's been a real pain in the ass for sports across the board. I wouldn't count the Patriots out, though, yet. I'm not counting them out because the division that they're playing in, there's really, it's really Miami, who I think is overrated. Really? And uh, the Bills, who I think are overrated. You think the Miami's overrated now yeah. because they have Tua? Yeah. Or if they have Fitzpatrick, are they legit? Yeah. Okay. I, that, I, that's I, I, honestly, I honestly feel that they should not have started Tua yet. I think yeah. they started Tua for... I why. Yeah, I mean, I really can't come up with a real reason why, but I, if I had to assume, I think that they started him because... And, and I think... The defense, uh, we're in agreement. The defense carried them in this last game. Right? Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, special teams, without a doubt. Okay. Yeah, without a doubt. I, and don't get me wrong. I'm not nothing. I'm not knocking Tua. I'm not saying he's not going to be a good quarterback in this league. I don't know. Nobody's not good yet. I just, I'm a, I'm a creature of consistency. Yeah. You got to do it for so many games in a row. Even in the games you lose, you got to show me you're good. You're still doing decent. Yeah. You know, you're and, not the reason they lost. And and Fitzmagic was playing good football. It's it's not like he was playing terrible football. He's playing decent football. Yeah, he would get them up in games real quick. He would. He's he's a he's always going to be considered probably the best backup quarterback there ever was. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's legit. I like him. And yeah, I know. I like him too. I don't see why they brought Tua in because the Miami Dolphins, just like every team, are one or two injuries away from not any winning any games. Yeah. Their defense so, is pretty solid, though. So to bring in a kid in the middle of the season just because, it just kind of throws me off. It was I, weird. I, You're right. It was weird. You know? And because of that, I now think that the Miami Dolphins could be an overrated team from here on out. Yeah. And Buffalo, same thing. I think they're a I little overrated. Buffalo's super overrated. Um, Not trying to take nothing away from Josh Allen. He's, he is a good quarterback, but I don't think he's the quarterback that everybody thought he was. I just don't think that team that, that team's not. And their defense is not great. Yeah. I just – Josh Allen is good. Don't get me wrong. Like, you give put him with Bill Belichick on the Patriots, he's solid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I just think that system is not – it doesn't meant fit for him. Yeah. And they don't really have complimentary. No, it, you're right, dude. It doesn't fit him. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think he deserves better. And that's but a, that's, a, I'm a big person of that in the NFL. Like the difference between college and the NFL is schemes and, and, and positional fit. Yes. Right. Because yes. in college, you just get a lot of athletes and they can do a lot of different things. Right. And then you just exploit those those athletes being better than the other team right because you have you know i got 10 better athletes than this other team so we're gonna use them absolutely whereas in the nfl everybody's legit no yeah they're they're all professional for a reason everybody that plays in the nfl they're fucking legit yeah even if you're a third stringer and you play in the nfl you're legit yeah right you you made it to the top you're the the fastest you're the toughest you're the strongest of those guys yeah so 
that's why everything that's why the transition from college to NFL sometimes people don't make that it's leap not because, easy. because it's a lot faster it's a lot more physical way right? more physical right and you're not playing kids you're playing grown men now yes right so yeah you're t- you're playing guys who have families and yeah. who are playing yeah. to support their families yes, yes. Rest. they're doing everything in their power they can to stay on that field because number yeah. one they love the sport number two they need the money for the for the most part there are people in, that are in the nfl that are just idiots and yes you know what I mean take advantage yeah, you got your of their natural god-given talent but yeah. those players would probably be a lot more better <laughs> a lot better if they had that dire deal. Speaking like of guys like did. that, uh, an ex-Patriot himself, Antonio Brown, yeah. who just got signed to uh, exactly. play for the Bucks. Like that. You know that well, he's him and a long line of, of guys like Ocho Cinco and yeah. who had God-given talents to be some of the best receivers. And Antonio Brown is still considered to be at this time one of the best receivers, even though he's been out of football for over a yeah. year. Um, I guess he's going to get his chance to finally prove that he's still the man because he gets to play this coming week with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. His suspension is done. Yeah. And so he's legit able to come back and play. You know, but you're, you're absolutely right. There's still that core of guys that God-given talent. They're really good at what they do, and they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, it's there's always going to be that little bad batch for sure. You know, because there's guys the out part, there. If you're in the NFL, you're fucking legit. You're solid. Yeah. The things you do are great. Yeah. So, uh, Patriots, Jets. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> do the same thing you're going. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to go Patriots dude. for sure because uh, the Jets aren't winning a game. Like I said, the, the, the Jets ago. are just, uh, man, they're just a bad fucking team. You know, they're just they're. I don't even know who's worse, the Jets or the fucking Cowboys. Let's see you play them, play it out. I did. I would love that a one-off <laughs> between the fucking Cowboys and the Jets to see who's fucking the, the worst first team pick for the first pick. Yeah. Why the fuck not? You know what I mean? Make fucking football interesting again. You know what I mean? I'm going to steal that from Trump. Make football interesting again. That's a horrible game. That would be a horrible game. <laughs> right? All right, man. So we made our picks. I got one more subject that I want to get your opinion on. Uh, we didn't get to talk about it when we talked about the Bears-Titans uh, game. But uh, this week in the Saints game, between the Bears and the Saints... Javon Wims got into a fist fight with the defensive back from the Saints. Uh, what was his name? Gardner uh, Johnson. There you go. And so. His name is CJ Gardner Johnson. CJ Gardner Johnson. Yeah. CJ. Yeah. And so where I don't condone what Wims did, <laughs> but I don't think a lot of people have the overall picture and what Gardner had done before that in other plays. Yeah, he had, like, pulled his mouthpiece out. Pulled his mouthpiece out. There was a point where he stuck his finger in some other player's fucking mask. Yeah. Before that. No, it it does, dude. No, but actually the finger thing was when they were were getting up from the play. It happened. But, and and I get it. I mean, it does happen, Todd. I get it. For sure. In, in definitely in the offensive defensive line right there in the trenches that and, shit happens all the fucking and time. I'm just speaking from stepping my, on people's legs stepping on people's yeah, groin I, I'm speaking from my perspective and my personality type who I am yeah Todd's known me a long time I could be a very aggressive guy when somebody makes me angry yeah so I get what Wims did I get it I get it but it was it was uncalled it, for it wasn't it it I think it ruined the it dynamic of the, the game. It was a little excessive. 
It Maybe. didn't ruin the dynamic of the game. It cost you guys the game. I that think so, too. Drive. I know. I think so, too. I think so, too. It, it, it ruined the game for the Bears. You know, the Bears were really in that Bears. game. It's we even self- took the Saints to fucking overtime. It was a selfish play. It was a selfish play like, okay. at, at, at the wrong time. Here's a comparison. Take that Javon Wims thing, right, and take the Miles Garrett Ponzi, right? Because they say, oh, yeah, he was coming to his, his, his aid of his teammates. You know, he's backing yes. up his teammates. Yeah, Ponte was backing up his teammate too when Miles Garrett slammed fucking his helmet yeah. on Mason Rudolph's head, yeah. right? Yeah. But that game was already over. Like no, the, yeah. the outcome the, the, wasn't going to be determined. Yeah. You weren't on a game-winning drive. Like it wasn't. You know what I mean? So you're not backing your teammates up in that position. You're hurting your teammates. You're yes. being selfish and you're hurting your absolutely, teammates. dude. You're no, you're right, and and that's a good comparison because. And I think Miles Garrett is, was excessive. My thing is, who the fuck is Javon Wims? Right? You don't have the. You don't have. You can't get away with that shit. You're no. not a. You're not a. a Michael well, Thomas. A, I mean, in a lot of ways, he you did. You know what I mean? In a lot of ways, he did. He only got two game suspension. A lot of people think he should have got, if not half the season, the whole season. Mm, I don't think it was that bad. Two but, games is probably right there. Maybe three. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, They're obviously gonna find him. But it was re- it, 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 I understand. I played football. You get into it. it it's a heated. It's a physical game. You, you you're playing some emotions. That is your enemy for that week? Yeah. Right. Emotions. You've been leading all week up to beat these guys, and and it's definitely his emotions got the best of him. But my thing is, from when they took his mouthpiece out to when he actually punched the guy. It was a long it was. time. It was in the uh, game. Had he gone he says it was just a build up, but so he this dude was Javon Williams was literally sitting on the sideline stewing in his head. That motherfucker. That's what makes him stupid. This motherfucker took my that, mouthpiece. That's what makes him stupid. I'm gonna fuck him up. At the end of the day, you're a grown ass man. Yeah, you're a grown and you're playing a game. ass man. And if you need to hold the grudge over somebody ripping a mouthpiece out of your your mask for that long, yeah, like let it that's go. That's that's a little childish to me for sure. For sure. You know, he didn't kill his dog. He, he, he didn't the bears throw a brick through his windshield. <laughs> you know what? The, the Bears haven't had a chance to really put anything out there, what they're going to do, uh, whether they're going to – a separate suspension is going to come his way for I him. he gets released. Um, I, I think – say they bomb voyage. I think he like gets I said, released. Like I said, who the fuck is Javon Williams? At the end I, of the day – Well, we've had him for a few years already. Yeah, He's been exactly. a decent receiver. But now that we got Mooney, yeah. who's been filling roles as a receiver for the Bears – yeah, you're right. Why do we need Wims yeah. when we got a guy like Mooney? He's not. A, he's not like a must-have guy. No, he's not. Not not yeah. on a team that can't even fucking, you know, march down the field long enough to fucking make passes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So and here's the kicker: and he don't get paid like you know in the million like no uh, no tens of he's, millions. He's technically kind of our. Third string receiver on so that team. So you gotta like you because got, you gotta kind of play your part got, in the wage scale that yeah. you make, bro. Yeah, we're, we got Ellen Robinson, we got Anthony Miller, who's supposed to be our number two. Yeah, and then Mooney Jimmy and Graham. Williams were our, you know, third, fourth, depending on what the play called for. Yeah, you know, depending on what the player was called for. So, um, but here's the kicker. So, Williams was a lot better because he hasn't been very good with faults. Okay. For some reason, Foles likes Mooney a lot better. Obviously, Allen Robinson. Nick Foles doesn't even like Anthony Miller as much because he hasn't really gone to him. Mm-hmm. But Wims is really the great. Changed? Huh? 
I think the offenses has changed with with Trubisky. You guys had to do that like dink and dunk, misdirection. Yes, and that's what like, I was gonna say. Foles isn't that guy. Wims, He's like a pocket, sit back, and I'm gonna sling it around. Wims loved Trubisky because Trubisky dumped the ball off to him quite a bit. Yeah. And so now this week, Nagy is saying that he's not sure who's going to be our starter. He's still saying that he wants to go with Foles, but he's saying if Foles continues to play the way he's playing, because he threw a couple picks in this last game. I mean, he throws a pick. He throws a couple picks uh, in a lot of games. That Trubisky may come back this sometime this season. And so, yeah, it is crazy to me because. You got to stick to your beliefs, especially as a coach. If your players see you fucking tossing, you know, from this to that, and, and, you know, one week you think this guy, the next week you think that guy. I mean, yeah, you can do that during the game with players, your running backs, your receivers, depending on who you think is going to be more valuable in that play that you're designed. I just think Foles, he might be a little bit better. But they're kind of the same. Trubisky and Foles. In a lot of ways, they are. Right. In a so, lot of ways, they are. What If I was the coach, I wouldn't give a shit if I went back and forth. I'll, I want to win the game. That's Whatever true. Whatever quarterback gives me the chance That's to win the true. game. And maybe maybe the system that Trubisky runs is good against a, that certain defense. Well, they brought Trubisky in in the Saints game. Oh, really? To run a couple plays. Okay. Uh, um wasn't very successful. I mean, they accomplished, I guess, what they wanted to accomplish, but it wasn't, they weren't great plays. So that was kind of the hint that Trubisky can still be the guy if he really wants to. Now, here's my issue with it. So now every time a quarterback goes and leads the Bears, right? Like, so say they, they tell Trubisky this week, you're going to get the nod. Yeah. You're starting this game. Against but the don't, you, don't you agree? Like, because they, like I said, the system, the offensive scheme that they run with Trubisky is completely different yeah. from the offensive scheme they run with Foles. But here's the problem, though, bro. So some defenses cover certain schemes better no, than I, others. I get that, but here's the problem. At this point, it's not about schemes. It's not about anything else. It's about this up here. Yeah, confidence, like we went back to. You take a guy like Trubisky, you put him in this week against the Titans. All he's going to think the whole fucking game is... Foles could my, come in. My next mistake, I lose my job again. Yeah, but that's when you have to be a professional and not think that shit. But that's the problem. Trubisky has not been able to accomplish that yet. He's had problems with confidence well, since last what, year. That's how I said That's what separates the good players from the great and players. And so, I don't think it's a great idea to be jumping back and forth with the quarterbacks and... and Fucking with their psyche as much, fucking with their heads as much. Yeah. Because then they get in there and they think any little bad mistake they make is potentially going to be them getting pulled. And I think that be they may think make things worse. I say you chose Foles for a reason. Stick with him until the end of the season, for better or for worse. Yeah. And then next year make your determination, or off season make your determination. Yeah. And move on. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you guys are in a weird spot because you guys are like winning, right? You guys aren't. Well, you guys are we, really. We're winning. We've lost the last three. Oh, really? Yeah. We just lost to the Saints. We lost to the Rams before that, and then we lost to who was it? I forgot who we lost to before that. But we're oh. not winning anymore. <laughs> it's 
And after that Rams game, the Rams, the Rams made, oh my God, the Rams made us look like, let me see, we lost to, uh, like I said, we just lost to the Saints, we lost to the Rams, and I forgot who we lost to right before that. But, uh, the point being, you know, I just think you need to stick with your guys. Stick with your guys and then figure it out in the offseason. Yeah, like I said, but those guys are like they're about the same and most likely they'll probably both be gone. Right? Yeah. I so mean, it's like at this point, fuck it. Just who gives me a better chance to win that game? I mean, I guess so. You know, try it. I guess at the end of the day, try it. See if it works. Uh, the Bears are five and three. We're not gonna beat the Titans, so we'll be five and four pretty soon. I wouldn't say that. I, dude. <laughs> are, uh, we lost we, to the Bengals. Are you willing to put money on it? Yeah. That the, that the Titans are gonna lose to the Bears. Oh no! Uh, exactly. I know I mean, you, I, Todd. I know I mean, you. I mean, at the end of and the day, and I know you know a sure thing. I it, I wouldn't say it's a sure thing. Oh yeah. I I dude I I do not see the Bears coming out of this game. In any way, shape, or form, on top. Yeah. Maybe I see you see something I don't. Derrick Henry is gonna fucking run the ball down our you throats, guys, bro. You guys don't have. You guys let up runs or what? Oh yeah, dude, we're one of the worst run defenses in the league. But see, the thing is, on the other hand, the Titans don't run the ball enough. They they don't, but they should be, like, and, and like they against will the against the Bears, like against the Bengals, dog. They couldn't stop the run. He. Derrick Henry averaged like six yards a carry. Literally, we had a drive that went 10 plays for 60 yards and a touchdown. We didn't throw the ball one time. Right? But but then they stopped giving it to Derrick Henry. Why? I don't know. That that, that kind of boggles the mind sometimes. It happens a lot in football. I'm just thinking, like, why the fuck are we it, keep throwing it, the ball deep? It happens a lot in football, and pound I don't that know shit, why. Pound that shit. Take the six yards. Take the six yards. Take the six yards. Get Especially Henry, with a guy like Derrick Henry. Get Derrick Henry out. Throw a couple fucking play actions in there every once He's, in a while. Like dude, Derrick Henry's a bruiser. If you try to tackle that guy, he will make he will yeah, make you pay, bro. For sure. And how many times do you want to tackle Derrick Henry? You don't. Once at the most. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. straight up. Absolutely. All right, guys. So we've gotten to the portion of our show where we are going to do our our MVPs of the week. Personally, my favorite part of the show. I love making picks. I love talking about the Dodgers winning the World Series. But I really love the MVP of the week because of the fact that it involves us talking about people and players on and off the field who help change lives, who do things that put them over and above what people think of them as athletes sometimes. You know what I mean? So... Uh, who you got this week, man? Do you want to go first? You want me to go yeah, first? Yeah, I'll go first. Mine's quick. Um, I didn't really see anything. I got an honorable mention for LeBron James. Uh, him and like a group of investors paid like twenty-seven million dollars uh, for fel- for felons to be able to vote again because I don't know if people are too up to date. Um, if you're a felon, you have to pay like these penalties and like um, back fines so you can vote. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like it's not just like, oh, you're a felon, you can go vote. There's like they gotta jump through hoops, you know what I yeah. mean? So they paid a lot of money to get these people to be able to vote, right? Yeah. So that kind of leads into the MVP of the week. Uh, it's just the American people, you know, for going out and voting and 
doing their due diligence. And I feel like uh, I seen a stat the other day. There's like uh, early, just in the early voting, there was already a hundred million people that had voted, right? So like the numbers are way up for people voting, which is good, you know. Uh, I think people are finally starting to realize uh, your vote does count. You know what I mean? People back in the day, you know, it was just like, oh, well, my vote doesn't count. What can I do to make a difference? You know what I mean? So I think a lot of more people are voting and, you know, my MVP of the week goes to the American people for voting, regardless of who you voted for, Trump or Biden. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not an MVP this week because yeah. no? I do not believe in voting. Yeah. I've just seen too much discrepancies uh, between both parties to ever make me believe that what we do is relevant. But I... Yeah, but what you do... Okay, so this, this is my... A lot of people think, oh, well, I don't want to vote because I don't like the president. Well, you don't have to vote for the president, right? You can literally go into the balloting and vote for your props in your communities, which directly affect... No, yeah, absolutely. ...the environment around you, Right. Your councilmen, yeah. your governors, absolutely your right. You know what I mean. Which I've done in the past. I, I just actually, leave, the, leave the presidential spot blank. If you don't want to vote for Trump that. or Biden uh, or anybody. Just leave it blank. Uh, me personally, in, in the city that I live in, city of Indio, uh, out here in the Coachella Valley, I actually have gone into the voters' booth uh, during November uh, and not voted for a president, mm -hmm. but voted for all the measures that I was against and, yeah, the, the, bills and the, the bills and the bills. Yeah. And all that stuff that's going on, uh, to keep that stuff relevant, uh, and not vote for a president. Yeah. Because I really believe I was on that. I was on that train this year, but I did end up putting someone into the presidential spot. And, and you know what? And, and I'm not trying to knock people who vote. I, this isn't going to be me knocking people and telling them what they should or shouldn't do yeah. with their life. Vote. Go out if you feel it's necessary. Go out and vote. Do what you need to do. I don't really like to argue and talk politics because I don't vote. I don't yeah. think I should have a voice yeah, if mean, I'm not willing sure. to put myself out there like yeah. that. You know, so I, I keep it to That's myself. Good that you see it that way. You know, I keep it to myself. I think it makes makes sense like that. I uh, I honestly feel that our country is broken. Yeah. In more ways than voting's ever going to be able to help. That's uh, you're totally right. I um, mean, the, the the whole political system is corrupt yes and so it changes my view on the presidency but that being said like i said i encourage people to go out there and do what they feel as americans that they need to do yeah because that's what these systems that were put in place 200 plus years ago are for it gives us the right to be the best country in the world because we can go out there and voice our opinions yeah, where in other countries sure. you try and do those things you and if killed. you say the wrong thing, yeah, you can potentially be killed. Sure. It's and it's unfortunate, you know, how politics politics around the world are finally starting to catch up to the United States democratically, like the Democrat the democratic way. Yeah. Or democracy I should yeah. say, democracy. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy about that because it shows that even though we're a screwed up country, we do kind of have something, we, right? <laughs> yeah, we still have relevance to everybody around the world because a lot of countries who lived by king and queen standards in the past are now just dictatorship. Uh, yeah, they they, and that's the unfortunate part. They either swing to a dictatorship or they swing to uh, a democracy. Yeah, where they vote for somebody in office, you yeah. know. And, and it's in, some, in the, some of those cases, they the votes are super like rigged. 
Yeah, and right. there's actually a lot of documentaries on Mexican uh, uh, mafia rigging elections in Mexico sure. and stuff. I mean, not, I'm just not, I'm talking like Middle Eastern countries and, and those countries as well. You know, so you know, uh, but I'm happy that those people go out and do what they need to do. Uh, to me, the one on that list, and not because he's LeBron and he's a Laker, but what LeBron's doing, man, like he doesn't have to spend that. That's a lot of money, bro. Yeah, maybe not to him. Yeah, yeah, but to 99.9% .9 of the people in this a world, that's a lot of money. And he's just spending that money to give people the right to vote. To give them the option to go do People it. who would not otherwise be able to because they're a felon. And even though they did their time. Yeah. And they should be allowed to, you know, they should be able to do their time, come out and live like a normal person. For sure. I know that they've screwed things up in their lives and they've yeah. done, you people know, really mistakes, bad things. Though. But people make mistakes. Yeah. You know? Um. So I really commend LeBron for what he's doing because he's like, oh, you're putting an obstacle in the way? Well, let me do this then. Yeah. I'm going to help you get over that. Yeah. Now what are you going to do, Florida and California? Yeah. Balls in your court. Yeah. You know, and there's really not a whole lot they can do. Yeah. So that that's cool, man. I really appreciate that the, the fact that, that he's really going out of his way because to me, that's how you make change in this world. Definitely. That's how you make change in this world. You don't just talk about it. You do. You are you about, about it. it. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? So, uh, man, good job, dude. I like those MVPs, bro. My MVP is going to go back to the Dodgers. Of course. And, of course, uh, I I feel that my MVP of the week, because of the heavy stigma this guy has had his whole career um, on his postseason performances. Clay Kershaw? Yes. Dude. What he was able to accomplish this year, we talked about it. Uh, to me, made him the MVP of the week for me. You know, because you know a lot of people were saying that without a ring, he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, which That's is crazy. stupid. Yeah, for sure. His body of work, what he's done, bro. Look at thirteen seasons in the MLB, eight-time All-Star, three Cy Youngs, one National League MVP. He's won the Triple Crown, right? Yeah. He has a 2.44 career ERA. He's in the top three. Yeah. All time. Solid. All right. 1.01 whip. I mean, that's disgusting. Yeah. That's just disgusting, dude. All right. And then what he did in the playoffs this year against the Brewers, 13 strikeouts. All right. And his and the game that he pitched. Yeah. Then up against uh uh the uh who is it? Uh and the Series against the Astros in 2017. All everybody remembers is the game where he got those home runs knocked out of the park. Yeah. Nobody remembers that he had thrown 11 strikeouts. Yeah, prior to that. Prior to that. Sure. You know, and everybody forgets that the Astros cheated. They they <laughs> they stole signs. Yeah. Blatantly. Like, like, literally blatantly. Like, like, like I've used this analogy with a lot of people who, because I, I want to stress to them. When they say, oh, but the cheating wasn't that bad. They didn't really get caught. And I said, no, they, this is how bad they got caught. Yeah. The wife walked into the bedroom and caught her husband yeah. having sex with the woman on their bed. Yeah. That's how red-handed they caught caught. For sure. So there is no if or maybe or probable. Yeah. Happened. They, it happened. Yeah. They proved it. Yeah. So that game where Kershaw gave up those two home runs back-to-back and -back I believe game four of the World Series 2017 – that probably wouldn't have happened without the cheating. Yeah. You know? So, 
you know, the stigma he's unfortunately had to carry that he's, oh, Kershaw this and Kershaw that and such a bad pitcher in the postseason. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's like Dan Marino. He'll <laughs> never win a ring, yeah. but he's one of the best regular season quarterbacks that there ever was. For sure. And he went in there, man, and he did not let any of that affect him. Yeah. He was in the bubble. Yeah. You know? And win or lose, he went out and pitched his fucking ass off, bro. Yeah, they, yeah, he, yeah. Like I said, he was long. He went. He was deserve. He was deserving of the world. Went series. four and one this season in the playoffs, bro. He's never done that in his playoff career. Good for him. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's, it's one of those things, dude. Uh, pitched game one of the World Series and against Tampa Bay had six strikeouts, no walks. Yeah. Or actually, I'm sorry. In six innings, eight strikeouts with no walks. Yeah. Shut it down. Shut it down. It's just. You know, to me, what Kershaw has been able to accomplish, bro, and finally getting his ring, very well deserving of a ring. Sure. You know, there's certain guys in, in all sports that you feel bad for because they play on teams. Uh, and I'm going to use your boy as as the example, man. Mike Trout, to me, he's going to go down as uh, as the Ted Williams of our yeah. of, of, of our life. He might be the greatest baseball player of all time. I mean, what Ted Williams did, Mike Trout took it there. And went even higher. Yeah. And Ted Williams is considered to be the greatest hitter ever. Yeah. And, and look at the competition they were playing and, back in the day. And that's true. And, and this is the crazy thing. Ted Williams never won a World Series. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, you get these guys like Trout, who is the best of the best of the best. He's got great defense. And he can hit. Yeah, he does everything. Smart player. Yeah. He isn't always just swinging for the fences. Sometimes he just plays... Baseball 101, the, yeah. the, the the Angels have a guy on second and third. He gets a hit. Yeah, he runs out every ball that's hit. You know? And so, you know, to be able to get a ring, it's going to be hard for him. For sure. Why? Uh, I would it, disagree. I'm just I'm saying. I'm an Angels fan, but I'm a realistic fan. And, and honestly, we're two good pitchers. And a two bullpen guys away from being super relevant, and that's true. But until that happens, definitely, I agree. You know, but we're not as far away as a lot of people think. I, you know, and 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 here's the crazy thing: everybody says, "Well, if you were to trade him away to a good team, you know, where he'd be successful." It doesn't always work out like that. Yeah. Even if you're the best player and they send you to what is considered to be a better team, that still doesn't guarantee you're going to win it. For you sure. know? So, you know, Mike Trout, to me, he's one of those guys. He, he deserves to have a championship in his life. Yeah. Is he going to get it? I don't know. Yeah. I hope he does. I really want him to. Yeah. I love Mike Trout. I think he's yeah. a great player. Yeah. Dodgers, Angels, World Series next year. Oh, man. That would be awesome. <laughs> nice little Subway Series. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. You know, but... You know, congrats to Kershaw and, and all the Dodgers. You know, uh, we're probably going to be seeing a different Dodger team next year. Does do they fire uh, Roberts? No, they didn't fire Roberts. Are you? I said no. I said do they? Do they fire Roberts? Yeah. No, hell no. They don't go get someone else. No, no, okay. God, no, 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 no. And every Dodger fan. I hear that from Dodger fans. Oh my God, it's disgusting how bad Dodger fans want Robert fired. A guy who's made the Dodgers relevant for like fucking 10 years, dude. But did he make them relevant? Yes, of course he did. Yes, he did, dude. I'm sorry. 
The same way you give credit to Bill Belichick for helping the Patriots become who they are, you got to give Roberts because even though the players got to still go out on the field and play, he's the one that has to put the players out there. He's the one that has to pull guys in and pull guys out. Look at Snell. Perfect example. Yeah, that's but that's something Come that on. Dave Roberts would have done. But he didn't. <laughs> this he year didn't he didn't. Snell. He didn't this year. He made the right he made every right move. And he made every right move in the World Series against uh, the Astros. It just didn't work out for us. You know what I mean? So, no, they don't fire him. But we're, we'll see a different Dodger team because we got quite a few guys coming up on free agency. Uh, everybody from Seager to Turner, Trinan, um, Alex Wood. Seager's uh, a free agent? I believe he – and I think after one more year. Okay. After one more year. Um, JT's definitely. I think JT's definitely gone this year from the Dodgers. Really? Yeah, I think he's definitely Jock gonna be Peterson. gone. Uh, who? Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson's probably gonna be gone. Uh, Alex Wood will probably be gone. Huh. Um, I think we re-signed Trinan because he he's an asset in the bullpen. Um, so we could see a different Dodger team next year. You know what I mean? Do they go back to back? I would love to see that. I would love to see Dodgers win a go a full series of games during the season and win the World Series, so then everybody can throw this Astros stuff in the trash. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that that shit's retarded. It is. It is. When I hear people say that. I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. You don't know nothing about sports. Yeah, it just it makes no sense to me. But all right, boys and girls, we want to thank you guys once again for listening to our show. We appreciate you guys coming back every episode that we put up. Uh, we have now reached our 200th listen, and I haven't told Todd this, but we just went international. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went international. We have a listen in uh, uh, Germany and a listen in Singapore. Crazy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so... Two guys from the Coachella oh. Valley, the desert. If you guys are listening to this in Singapore and Germany, please email us. I would love to know who you are. Okay? Like, seriously. If you're the ones in Germany. I mean, there was only one in Germany and only one in Singapore. Yeah. So if you are and, listening and you... And, and you listen again. You, we're talking <laughs> to you. Yeah, if you guys listen again, if you guys actually... Please like hit us up heard. on Instagram or our email. I would love to yes, know who you our guys email are. is the double down show at gmail.com and our Instagram is the DBL down show. Yes. And so thank you guys very much, man. We will see you guys again next week. We are trying to figure one. out how to, how to make it work with our boy Todd going back to work, but we will we'll we will be out. getting sh shows done for you guys, man. Sure. So so don't worry, all right? Have you guys day, have a good day. Downers. All right, double downers.